This podcast is brought to you by Orthos Health. Well, welcome back, everyone. I hope that everybody is having an amazing day. I know I am, and I am really excited to talk about this topic because it's something that has just been a big topic for lots of years now, and it's the topic of fat. Does fat make us fat? And this has become really interesting to me, especially in the past couple of years. I grew up in the time that fat was considered really bad. You wanted to eat anything except fat. Because if you ate fat, then you would get fat. That's what we were told, right? So I grew up in the age of like low fat or no fat milk, of margarine, right? It wasn't butter, it was margarine. We ate like the egg whites, but not really the egg yolks. So maybe some of you guys can relate to that. And this kind of mentality started in our country in response to a bill that was passed in the late 70s. It was in 1977. This encouraged us in the U.S. to eat less meat, eggs, and dairy, and to replace it with fruits and vegetables and carbohydrates. That's what we were being told. And in the year 1980, the government announced that they had results from a study that was a $150 million study, basically saying the same type of thing. Eat less fat, eat less cholesterol, and if you do that, we can reduce heart attacks. We can, we can help change heart disease, and we can also stay thinner, right? So it just seemed like a good system. Eat less fat, be less fat, be more healthy, be more heart healthy, okay? So when this happened, stores jumped right on board with this. They began marketing to us, of course, and showing us that they had low fat products. They had light yogurts and light cheeses or low fats or reduced fat products, right? Even the, um, like the egg beaters that didn't have the, the yellow part in it, it only had the, the white part. And in the mornings, we replaced our eggs. We didn't eat eggs anymore. We ate cereal instead because we knew we were supposed to be having less fat and more carbohydrates. And if you look at the food pyramid from that time, you can see that the government was recommending that we ate about 11 servings of carbohydrates and maybe two to four of meats and fruits and veggies. So again, we were told that we would lose weight and we would prevent heart attacks. We were told that fat was dangerous, and so we should avoid it. And I can remember being a young teenager during kind of the height of this craze. In the early 90s, Nabisco came out with low-fat cookies. I don't know if any of you guys remember that, snack wells. They were like a big deal. And while I was young, I was young enough to know that fat was bad and that this was an amazing product because now we could have all the sweets and the junk that we wanted and not have to worry about the fat. Because at those times, we only cared about reading the number on the label that said fat, and if it was low, then we ate it because we wanted to be, quote, skinny, right? Anybody remember that? <laughs> and it's funny because that was just the main thing that we looked for. We didn't think about 
what was replacing that fat in those low fat or no fat cookies. When they cut the fat out, what we now know is that they just added more junk, mainly sugar. They added fake and processed food to those cookies. And the main source of that came from sugar. And as a society, we were all on board with this. Schools had banned whole milk, but kept low-fat sweetened chocolate milk. School lunches were serving huge amounts of carbohydrates and smaller amounts of everything else. This definitely had an impact on our culture. And I would beg to say that in some aspects, we are still in this mindset. We still have thoughts that think, oh, fat is bad. We can't have that. That'll make us fat. Even though now the science is proving the opposite, that was just very ingrained in our minds if we were any part of that culture of the last 40 years, right? It also affected our agriculture. So during this time, acre after acre became used for subsidized corn. And what did we use all that corn for? We used it to produce sweeteners. For example, high fructose corn syrup. And that is what we filled all these processed foods with. It was really great business-wise because it cost little money to do it and it made the products have a longer shelf life. So you can see that business was changed by this as well. The food was preserved longer, it cost less to produce it and manufacture it, and the artificial ingredients in there could let them replace the front of their label with something that said low fat or reduced fat, all right? Part of the thought to this is that fat does have more calories than protein and carbs. So it really did make sense to think that if we consumed less fat or less calories, we would be thinner. But guess what? Guess how much fat sugar has in it? None. So sugar is considered low fat. And Sugar has very low cal uh, calories as well. Actually, only 16 calories for a tablespoon of sugar. So we really did think that we had the system figured out. I can remember reading a magazine around the time that I was a young teenager. And it was a Christmas edition of just one of the popular teen types of magazines that were out at the time. And I remember that what they recommended to us so that we could, quote, eat healthy over the holidays was that we eat candy canes, <laughs> which is so funny to me now. They recommended we eat candy canes because candy canes had no fat. And candy canes were the most low calorie Christmas snack, Christmas treat that we could have. And that is just so funny because now we know that candy canes, of course, are just sugar and that the sugar is stored as fat and affects the body just like fat. But that's what we were encouraged to eat. And we were also encouraged that if we had to have a quote candy bar, that we should choose a York over something high fat like a Snickers that had nuts in it because a York had less fat. So that is the way that we have been thinking for a really long time. What has happened to us as a society? We have had four decades of this. That's a long time, you guys. And they are considering this last four decades of the nutritional science with this mindset of not eating a lot of fat and eating more carbs, they're considering it a failure. 
here's why. Cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer in the US. More than a third of our country is obese and the other third is overweight. So this leaves the US as one of the fattest countries in the world. Current research now shows us that eating too many carbs and sugars and sweeteners is what is mainly responsibility for the epidemics of type two diabetes and obesity. Wow. So what I want to show you guys today is the science for that. This is what's happening. When we are eating a lot of refined carbs, the cereals, the white rice, pastas, that type of thing, this is actually going to cause a change in our blood chemistry. And these changes are going to encourage our body to store these calories as fat. It may not look like fat, but that's how our body is, is using it, storing it as fat, but it's making us feel more hungry. So that makes us want to eat more, right? You see the cycle, which makes it harder for us to lose weight. And what we're getting in there is very, very low nutritional value. So that's part of the reason that our bodies are craving more food because we're craving more nutrients. We're not getting nutrients out of those kinds of carbohydrates. I want to read a quote for, to you guys from a magazine that just hit the shelf. It's, a, it's actually a Time magazine, a special edition on the science of nutrition. And depending on when you're listening to this, I don't know if the magazine will still be available, but it is on the shelf in spring of 2020. And as I was uh, reading through it, I was really impressed with the things that it was saying because the current research is going right along with all of the things that we are talking about in, in these podcast series. So I'm going to read you a quote from here about the science of what is happening when we are getting all of these processed carbohydrates. It can be hard to understand why a diet heavy on refined carbs can lead to obesity and diabetes. It has to do with blood chemistry, and we just talked about that. This is gonna explain it a little bit more. Simple carbs like bread and corn may not look like sugar on your plate, but in your body, that's what they're converted to when digested. So are you guys hearing that? All of those cereals, right, that we replaced our eggs with cereals, all of those types of things that we were encouraged to eat more of, they didn't look like sugar, but our body recognized them as sugar. All right, I'm going to continue this quote. Those sugars stimulate the production of insulin, which causes fat cells to go into storage overdrive, leading to weight gain. Since fewer calories are left to fuel the body, we begin to feel hungry and metabolism begins to slow in an effort to save energy. We eat more and gain more weight, never feeling full. Wow. What does all this mean? Basically, those, the corns, the cereals, the white rice, potatoes, and breads, that is sugar to our body, even though it's not a cupcake, right? I also remember eating on um, holidays when my mother would bring out the real butter instead of the margarine getting a plate that had mashed potatoes, some rice, and like a, a roll, and putting butter on it and being so excited to have 
the real butter out for the holiday, but in my mind feeling guilty that I was eating the butter. Well, the butter was probably the healthiest thing on the plate. We didn't know, but we know now, all right? We want fats. We want meats and oils, and we want less carbs. That's what this, the science is saying. But I want to give you a little warning into these less carbs. While we want less carbs, and we have actually been hearing about less carbs for about 20 years now. Actually, Robert Atkins was talking about it about 50 years ago. But as a society, we've been hearing about this for a while, that we want lower carbs. But let's be careful not to make the same mistake that we did with fat which is let's be careful that we don't buy a product that we've been marketed to that has a number that is lower next to the carbohydrates, but has been replaced with fake foods or fillers. I am so thankful that you have spent this time with me today, and I look forward to seeing you guys next time. So I hope you have a great day, and I hope that you are able to leave today healthier than yesterday. This podcast was brought to you by Orthos Health. For more information, visit orthoshealth.com.